0: This is a podcast from Rover. Rex today
1: with NetSpeed Internet Solutions for everyone and their dog.
0: Good everyone. How are we doing today? Coming up for you in just a moment, we're going to be catching up with Lisa Kendall, who has taken the seventh and final spot for the FMG Young Farmer of the Year Grand Final coming up in July after taking out the Northern Regional title over the weekend. Lisa Kendall to join the show. Then we're going to be catching up with Jane Muir from Dairy NZ. Workplace 360 is a work environment and leadership assessment tool designed to help you be the proud owner of a great workplace. We will find out what exactly all that is about in the second part of the program so that's what's coming up for you here on Rex today but first up on the show well it was supposed to be the first of the FMG young farmer of the year regional contest finals that we're talking here about the uh, the northern regional final but it ended up being the last due to inclement weather uh, that was experienced in the North Island that was held over the weekend and uh, Lisa Kendall has uh, taken out uh, the competition so that puts her in the grand final uh, which is coming up in July Lisa lovely to have you on the show and well done for uh, for winning the northern regional final. Yeah thank you very much. So what was the disruption like it was supposed to be what a good couple of months ago wasn't it and uh, obviously everything, uh, everything changed. It
2: was yeah we had those two um, cyclones come through um, the North Island so it was a little bit of a logistical nightmare for them trying to, um, straight after the cyclones, trying to get um, all the equipment and all the ground set up and everything. So they really had to, realistically had to postpone it for a couple of months. So um, hats off to the organisers for managing to basically organise it twice.
0: Yeah, exactly. So tell me, um, at that time, because uh, you are in South Alton around Karaka there, right?
2: Yeah correct.
0: Yeah and uh, obviously yeah, it did all, what sort of damage uh, happened around there where, where you're living and working?
2: Yeah so on our little block um, we had a lot of washout of traps and um, damaged fence lines and water lines broken and stuff by the flooding unfortunately we lost a few native plants and one of our recently planted out gullies um, but we came off quite lightly compared to some people. I know um, a lot of farmers lost maize crops and um, hectares, you know, of land underwater that they couldn't graze or um, cut off access to parts of their farm. So, really, um, yeah, there was a, there was a mixture mixture of degrees of damage across the region. Um, yeah, a lot of people had it worse than me, though.
0: And uh, as I speak to you today, as well, um, as I've been reading reports this morning, that uh, it's very wet again in Auckland.
2: It <laughs> sure is. Yeah, yeah. I've just come in from um, my first uh, uh, first lot of farm duties, and yeah, just soaked already to my undies. So
0: yeah. Oh no. Oh, jeez, it doesn't it doesn't seem to end. You guys are getting absolutely hammered up there at the moment. Hey, um, yeah, yeah. Well, you were able to get the um the, the final away over the weekend, though. Where, where was that held?
2: That was up in um, Kaikoli in the Bay of Islands.
0: Oh, great! Oh, beautiful! Amazing! And uh, and you you managed to uh, to come out on top there. How did you find the the competition? Because this isn't your first rodeo, so to speak.
2: No, it's not. Um, yeah, this um, it's a new format this year. They're trailing a new format, so it was two days of competition um, with an exam on the Friday night and practical um, challenges on the Friday during the day, and then a day of practical tasks on Saturday and then the quiz in the evening. So it was a bit more similar to what grand final will look like um, of, you know, the competition being held over a few days. So, yeah, they had a lot of challenging stuff for us and it covered a huge variety of what is involved in the agricultural sector. So it was really well put on.
0: Yeah. And um, were you, in terms of the uh, final result, um, was it a close run thing in the end?
2: Yeah, it was um, pretty close. They... I was coming in um, second up until the quiz, and then luckily I just um, managed to, yeah, it was about six points in it at the end. I just um, had a good run on the quiz, so that was good. My, um, I guess, general knowledge and technical knowledge paid off in the end.
0: Yeah, because some of the competitions, uh, some of the regional competitions have been won by like a point or half a point or something like that. So in the context, six is uh, reasonably comfortable in the end.
2: Um, or whatever whatever it takes to get the job
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, now, the other thing about it is um, we, we spoke about the fact that this isn't your first uh, regional final. In fact, you've been to the grand final before on the back of winning the regional final. Um, and how many times have you actually uh, competed in regionals and grand finals? Uh,
2: so I've qualified for the grand final twice, um, but unfortunately the second time... It was cancelled because of COVID. Mm. Um, that was in 2020. Uh, yeah, competed in the grand final once in 2017. Um, and then last year, I came second um, in the regional final. So I didn't qualify for the grand final. So um, this is actually oh, let me think. this is actually my fifth regional final.
0: Uh, Tim Dangen won Northern last year, didn't he? He went on to win the whole thing. He did, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, and so good on you for coming back and giving it another go. Now, do I recall correctly, I've spoken to you a couple of times before, and one of them, I'm pretty sure, were you pregnant when you were in a uh, grand final or a regional final? Yeah,
2: yeah two regional finals. Um, I was pregnant last year. I had my baby six days later. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I it was, it was cutting it pretty fine, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, that's extraordinary. This year must have been a walk in the park in comparison.
2: Yeah, I had a bit less in the way of my tool belt, so that was good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's incredible! Um, and so now you've got yourself into the grand final, which is great. What else are you doing with your with your time? I know you set up a business when you were very young.
2: Yeah, um, so I'm still doing basically my lifestyle block uh, contracting work. But I am also the regional coordinator for the Ballarat Sum Environment Awards. Um. Yeah, and then we've got the small block as well, um, just twenty hectares. So between those three things, and then the two kids, um, um, pretty flat out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, what are the big things you're working on um, in terms of the uh, the grand final? Uh, you know, I know that uh, people get a you'll have a pr- reasonable idea of what you need to you know study up on and that sort of thing.
2: Well, not really, because in, in, in a year that they could just choose anything within the primary sector really to to test you on so and that's obviously that's a huge thing from you know everything from kiwi fruit deer dairy sheep um, logistics Um, yeah so i I mean it's so far-reaching so it's tough to prepare but um i kind of i guess i know where my weaknesses are so i'll just try and focus on those
0: (laughs) yeah fair enough uh what what are the weaknesses you probably don't have too many
2: Well, what kind of became quite clear over the weekend was I don't know too much about DS, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs>
2: yeah, DS or not, and yeah, probably uh, probably my time management would be my big one. I I tend to, um, I guess, in that in that high pressure situation where you've got a whole bunch of tasks to do in a short amount of time, um, I can get a bit flustered and and kind of. Um. Yeah, not prioritise my time how I should. So I, I'm just going to try and get in a good mindset to sort that out before the grand final.
0: Yeah, we all get flustered, Lisa. I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't worry. I guess it's the degree of fluster that, uh, that, that, that that's exactly. the big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, that's um, yeah. It's all it's all uh, really interesting. The um, the format and uh, as you say, like the different things. Have you noticed a change or um, you know a sort of a a shift perhaps in the way that uh, the Grand Finals run uh, or the Regional Finals are run? Because you mentioned, um, I guess, all the diverse parts um, that uh, you know can be included in any given competition. So has there been much of a shift in that or has it always kind of been like that in your experience?
2: Um, I'm not, I can't really speak too much for the last few Grand Finals. Unfortunately, I, I planned to go the one in Whangarei last year, but my little... Uh, my youngest, he was only a couple of months old and I couldn't figure out how to manage a toddler and a, a couple of months old baby to, <laughs> while I was in, in yep. the rain and watch, you know, around tractors and dangerous machinery and stuff like that. Fair so, cool. um, unfortunately, I didn't um, make it up for that in the end. But, um, yeah, so I haven't really seen, the, seen what it looked like then. I know that they still have a good balance of technical stuff, which I'm going to find out about this week when they fly us to Christchurch. Um, and then practical stuff, obviously, but I'm not too sure what they've got in store for us as far as, like, the format and the structure of the competition.
0: Yeah, I guess you'll find out in good time. Um, was the nurture farming, that was the, the your farming business, eh? Yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. And it's going well?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Um, I've got a lot of balls up in the air kind of thing, so I try and get as much of that work in as I can around everything else, so... Yeah, but it's going good. I've got a good base of loyal clients, that, which I'm very grateful for, and uh, they're all—they're um, always testing me on my knowledge and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> the questions they ask me, so that's always good.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There was also talk at one stage that you were looking at sheep milk. Is that something that you're still looking at as a, as a possibility down the line?
2: Yeah. So I did do a couple years um, of of milking on this block, um, this little block. Mm. It kind of Just with the kids and stuff, because I guess my sort of dream would be to um, do everything from the milking of the sheep to the the product that actually goes to the customer. But um, yeah, just at this point in our lives with the kids, it's not super easy for me. Um, So I'm not milking them this coming season, but it's definitely something that we're still looking into for the future.
0: Yeah, well, there's only so many hours in the day, right? So you know, you've yeah, got yeah, it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Well, uh, Lisa Kendall, winner of the Northern uh, Final, Regional Final for the FMG Young Farmer of the Year contest. Uh, congratulations once again on taking that out. Good luck uh, in terms of the uh, the Grand Final. Um, we still haven't had a female winner of it yet, but there's uh, yourself and I think what well, Emma Emma Paul as well are going to be competing. This year.
2: Yeah, 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 and she's a very um, smart cookie. So she's a sister of Tim Dangin, who's the current Young Farmer of the so Yeah, yeah. If anyone's got connections, that's yeah. And married <laughs> uh, to married
0: to Chris Paul too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. and yeah, she's obviously a very um, accomplished competitor in her own right as well. So she'll do well, I'm sure.
0: Very good. So uh, Timaru, 6th to the 8th of July, 2023. uh, Seven contestants, uh, finalists have now all been found. Lisa Kendall, among them from uh, the Northern region. Uh, Great to talk with you, Lisa. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay warm and dry, eh?
2: Yeah, thanks very much. I'll catch you later.
1: Rex today.
2: With NetSpeed. Rural,
1: urban and everywhere in between.
0: Well, here's one to put in your diary. The team at Genesis, together with Farm Source, are bringing you Pie Day Friday. The Genesis team will be at select farm stores this coming Friday and are keen to talk to you about moving farms and how they can help. Bring along a recent power bill and they can compare prices. Head to your local Farm Source store and grab a pie and meet the Genesis team this Friday from 10am. That's this coming Friday from 10am at your local Farm Source store.
1: Rex today with NetSpeed. Internet till the cows come home.
0: All right, well, Workplace 360 is an online survey designed to identify strengths and weaknesses in your work environment. And uh, to talk all about it, we've got Jane Muir on the line, lead advisor for people at Dairy NZ. G'day, Jane. How are you? I'm great, thanks, Dom. How are you? Not too bad at all. Tell us about Workplace 360. Where can people find it and what's it all about?
1: Well, first of all, they can find it at uh, dairynz.co.nz forward slash workplace 360. Uh, What it's about is uh, it's a workplace and a um, leadership assessment tool. It's really about farmers answering a series of questions across three different levels, foundation, good practice and great practice, about employment, health, safety and well-being. And its goal is um, that farmers know what good and great looks like Um, on farm and workplaces, because as a sector we really want to have great jobs and great workplaces so we can attract and retain people.
0: Yeah, which is a um, a noble endeavour, and I mean, let's be honest, everyone knows it anyway, we're not like uh, breaking state secrets here, but, uh, you know, the the industry, as in many others, hasn't been without its uh, problems in the past. Well, yeah, I mean, look, every... yeah, I mean, every every
1: sector's got challenges. Um, we, you know, and at the moment, New Zealand's in a national workforce shortage. Mm. So really this tool is, you know, it's about setting like a standard of where we need to be to educate farmers, where we need to be to be competitive so that we can, you know, get those, you know, have our, enough people working on farm. Without people working on farm, we haven't got farms. Um, and... To attract people now, and it's going to only get tougher in the future simply because of workforce demographics and ageing population, etc. Um, you know, we need to be above, we need to be better than other sectors. Mm. That's yeah. what we've got to do. This is, this is really, an, at the moment, it's largely an education tool and it's about showing people what
0: that looks like because if you don't know, it's really hard. Where do you start? Yeah, exactly. Um, I note that uh, Fonterra as uh, is, is one example, so Fonterra suppliers have to get 100% in foundation section or sort of level one foundation, um, yep. and then I guess I think two is good practice and three is great practice Is, is sort of a breakdown? Yeah,
1: that's right. So yeah, for Fonterra's cooperative difference, which has seen thousands and thousands of farmers complete Workplace 360, um, but it is of course open to any dairy farmer in New Zealand. Um, yeah the foundation level is is basically legal minimums, so it is the ex like new Zealand law expectations that you're required to do as an employer mm. and then the good um it's a requirement that you get hundred percent in that because it's legal requirements in uh, the good and great sections people have to complete them for the cooperative difference, and that's really about education. so people get that idea of oh like this is what the you know, the good employers around me are doing and this is how, I, you know, the areas that I'm doing well at and these are the areas that I can improve and then the great section. How do I really um, keep a very engaged farm team?
0: It would get audited then, right, obviously?
1: Uh, look, Fonterra and their cooperative difference, um, we, we don't, Dairy NZ doesn't get involved in that part of it. Right. Uh, but certainly I, I would say that this is the beginnings of you know, we're seeing more and more requirements that from from consumers that they know that they are, you know, eating and drinking ethical foods. This is true in all areas mm. of of you know of life. Yeah. So um, this this tool is really the beginnings of showing where we think it's quite likely to end up. Where farmers, you know, at the moment, um, there's not a has never been heavy auditing around workplaces, there's obviously New Zealand law falls into play, but actually consumers are often demanding more than that. Mm. So uh, so this Workplace 360 is about setting the scene for where this, this may end up, improving an ethical supply chain across the New Zealand dairy industry around people. And that's a really important thing. So, you know, we we, we don't want to be adding extra compliance to to farmers. There's a lot of that already. Yes. Um, but this is about it's about like taking us to be great and setting us up for the future, people understanding what that could look like and getting ahead of the game before so that we so that if if anything's ever introduced, it's just like we're already doing it. Mm
0: yeah We're which makes that makes perfect sense um uh, and, and I guess yeah for the employer business owner, etc, it would uh, I guess sometimes just be a good sort of um you know uh, exercise to undertake to uh, be able to uh, sort of assess where you are because I mean you know you're doing the day to day and sometimes you might not think big picture, but if you'd take the time to uh, you know delve into the uh, into the various aspects of your uh, business, um, it could be uh, you know beneficial.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, typically, um, as you work through the survey, what it does is it has, um, these are the types of evidence that would be required if it was audited. Right. And um, there's not one answer, and that's what people can see as they fill out the fill out Workplace 360. It's not like this is the only way that you can prove that. that there's a number of ways of, for example, showing the hours that are worked on farm. Like, it can be done in app. It can be done, you know, in paper timesheets. It can be done in like uh, farm diaries. It can be done by text. There's a whole lot of ways it can be done, but it has to be done. So it's not saying this is the only way that you can achieve um, great. Work. This is the only way to achieve great workplaces. It's saying these are the types of things that great employers are doing, mm. and this is the type of evidence and ideas for how you can improve yourself because it's really tough you know, as, as an employer, to be sitting there going, well, I I want to improve, but I don't know where to start. Yeah. So this is a good tool for just going in, getting an understanding, if you fill it out honestly, of um, where you're at and some ideas for which areas you would like to improve on. And we wouldn't suggest that people sort of try and, you know improve everything at at once. Mm. Uh, rather, we we suggest that people pick out a couple of areas where they to focus on, get those right, and then move on and do them on to the next thing that they want to want to improve. We're really confident that people that um, use it for the way it's intended, which is is to to highlight the good things and the things, the areas for improvement will see a benefit and that will be translated in terms of how they engage with their farm team, the productivity that they get out of them those people staying, everyone being happier on farm.
0: Yeah, and there's a few things to consider because, I mean, the th- you can look at it and go, "Well, it's about money and time off. Uh, you know, they're probably the first sort of things that come to mind. But it's not necessarily that. There are myriad other ways as well. And I guess the survey would um, maybe, yeah, throw up a or just, you know, maybe encourage a different way of uh, thinking about it. And um, when we look at the threat as well, Jane, from... Uh, mean likes of Australia, I keep reading articles all the time about Australians, uh, you know, offering this, that and, uh, you know, residency, all all these different things and I know residency can't be controlled by a, uh, you know, a dairy farm owner, but still it's that, uh, it sort of falls into the same sort of ballpark, I guess.
1: Yeah, all this stuff. I mean, you know, it is is time to be worried about what the future workforce looks like and now is really the time to act. As I said before, the... The, any modelling shows that there is a declining um, number of people of working age. Mm. As, as we forecast, it will never be easier to employ people than it is this year, and we're already short-staffed. Yeah. So we have got to be better than the rest. Um, we know there's a lot of great employers out there, um, but we need everybody to be great. Anyone that's letting the this, this side down is letting the side down, um, you know, we need. Uh, you know, we we have got to focus on being competitive. You mentioned, of course, salary and work hours mm-hmm. are two of the very big drivers. And weekends off, weekends off is a challenge. We've got to figure out a better way of doing it. Um, so, you know, those things are important, but also very important is the way that we um, we talk to our staff, the way um, the opportunities. For, for training and progression, young people, this is an expectation now. Training is an absolute, like, that is just a hygiene factor for even getting people on into jobs. Mm. So, you know, we've, we've got all this, st- the world is sort of changing quite rapidly. Uh, it's hard work being an employer, but the reward is that you then get a sustainable business with, you know, high, higher productivity and you can turn up to work and everybody's in a good mood. <laughs> yeah,
0: that counts for a lot. It know, really does.
1: Yeah. It really does. You know, we know um, times are tough out there and a lot of farmers are struggling with their well-being. And, um, you know, look, Workplace 360 isn't going to improve all that for everybody overnight. But it is a good beginning for how we, you know, how we engage and interact on farm and people just getting a sense of where they're at and, you know, hopefully feeling inspired for where they could get to. There's a heap of resources in the dairy sector for how people can improve. Um, You know, Dairy NZ does a lot in this area. It's one of our focus areas is um, improving capability of people on farm. Dairy Women's Network, Federated Farmers, the list goes on, New Zealand Young Farmers. There's so many opportunities. We just want everyone to, to, you know, sort of recognise that people are the future really of farming and we've got to invest in, in being the best, having the best jobs and the best workplaces that we can.
0: Well said, Jane Muir uh, from N Z And uh, listeners, of course, don't forget to go to dairynz.co.nz forward slash workplace 360 if you are interested in it. Uh, Jane, great to talk. Thanks so much. Thanks, Dom. Appreciate it. Well, a few bits and pieces to catch up on. I see uh, MPI are saying there are no known cases of Ebovis in New Zealand, but they are also saying that doesn't necessarily mean the disease is eradicated. So the uh, director of the program there, Simon Andrew, says that uh, all the data that they have supports, they're now hunting down the last bits of infection. The uh, last active confirmed farm in Banks Peninsula had all cattle removed and slaughtered back in February, and a 60-day stand-down period at the farm is almost over, and a restricted place notice was expected to be revoked this week. Cleaning and disinfection was completed back on April the 24th. So uh, that is not bad news when it comes to the eradication or the fight to eradicate M. Bovis from our shores. And also see today that according to uh, the Stuff website and their rural tab, New Zealand's fledgling and fragmented medicinal cannabis industry is starting to consolidate a bit with the country's first listed medicinal cannabis firm, set to merge with Arrival so shareholders in NZX listed Canna South overwhelmingly voted in favour of a merger with Bay of Plenty based Equalis at a special meeting on Friday and CannaSouth South Chief Executive Mark Lucas told shareholders the merger will create New Zealand's leading medicinal cannabis company giving the combined group critical mass to accelerate innovation combine technologies and grow faster. That is our show for today as always great to have you company and uh, we will do it all again tomorrow thanks to our good mates at genesis and of course at netspeed as well netspeed's nz team provides fast reliable home phone mobile phone and broadband packages to rural and city areas mobile homes caravans batches and almost anywhere else you can think of right across the country netspeed truly outstanding in their field netspeed.net.nz have a great day we will catch you back tomorrow
1: Rex today. With NetSpeed. Connecting the country and now with mobile phones.